0: What is up, Intuitive Sheepdogs? Welcome to another podcast episode of the Intuitive Sheepdog Podcast with your host, me, Autumn Schmidt. I'm really excited to be here, as always. We are going to be doing something a little bit differently. Um, I am starting a new uh, little mini series within the podcast called Dear Chief. And uh, within these next five to six episodes of this, I'm going to be pretty much writing an open letter via my voice because I am not good at writing, <laughs> um, to chiefs everywhere, to colonels, to chiefs of police, to sheriffs, to commissioners, to people everywhere who are in charge of their law enforcement officers. Um, I'm looking to give a voice to the officers that are working their asses off who, um, are going through a, A lot of turmoil, a lot of, you know, facing a lot of adversity in the job and who do not feel supported. Um, so if you are ready for this, buckle up. Um, I'd appreciate it. If you enjoy this, you'd share this out. I want to reach chiefs. I want to reach, um, I want to reach people everywhere with this message, because I think the messages that are going to come across uh, in this little um, podcast series I think is going to be very powerful uh, let me know as always my DM on Instagram is always open you can hit me up at intuitive sheepdog um, or you can email me autumn at intuitivesheepdog.com um, so hit me up let me know as always <laughs> if you have not checked out our podcast sponsor, the badge life you need to do it this is a leo owned and operated company the clothing is extremely high quality um i love it because it, they make very incognito and very in your face thin blue line but also um thin red line the yellow line army they're very supportive of all branches, um, within like the sheepdog realm. And so I obviously love it. Uh, anyways, check them out. The badge life on Instagram, the badge life.com is their website. And one thing that I continuously forget to freaking tell you guys is that if you use our code sheepdog, you get free shipping. So like do that. (laughs) Okay. So let's dive in. Today's episode is called chief do you even care about us? And this is coming from a patrol officer's point of view. And the question is this, is if I was sitting down with the chief, which I had the opportunity to, um, some of the questions that I would ask, and I'm going to tell you all about one thing I want to say so I'm going to interrupt myself and just say this. What at the end of this little mini series of me asking all these questions and, and, you know, being the road cop, I actually am going to advise you that I sat down with um, some very influential um, heads of departments when I was in Chicago and had some amazing conversations, conversations I wish every uh, officer on the road could have with these uh, very influential people. So you could, you can kind of see their points of view as well. So again, I'm not a chief, so (laughs) I can't, you know, give every point of view, but I'm going to kind of semi summarize with you what my experience with them has been, um, in the last episode, So chief, here's what I want to know. Do you even care about us? This is, this is important. Every chief, every head of department, every supervisor needs to be asked this question. Do you even care about your officers anymore? Because when you get to these positions, what it seems like to us, it seems like it becomes a numbers game. It seems like, um, you are like in this, like, like, shit sandwich, <laughs> and you are in the middle. And on the bottom piece of bread is your patrol officers. And then on the top piece of bread is the community, the public, whoever is, um, you are, you know, is in charge of you. And then you're in the middle is like the meat. And so, you know, you, what, what we're finding, um, across the board is that our supervisors, um, our heads of departments, they're not making it, they're not making it seem like you all care about us. You're not making it seem like you care about your road cops anymore, uh, about the guys and the girls that are, you know, boots on the ground doing work. it You're not making it seem like um, we matter anymore. And because of that, you are having a lot of issues with one, hiring well-qualified candidates to keeping the retention rate has gone down significantly um, and keeping well-qualified candidates because we are at a day and age where I think, you know, every chief needs to hear this. We do not become cops because we have to, because um, it's the only thing we're qualified for anymore. No, like we are all college educated individuals who, if we hadn't gone, if we haven't gone to college and we've gone to war, And so both of them give us, you know, a solid foundation. And we know what our worth is. That's the difference. This is the difference um, with this day and age of policing than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago, when you started, you know, policing, and as a chief or a supervisor who's been in the game a while. And so we no longer, you know, need to put up with that bullshit. And so As patrol officers, you're finding, you know, a lot of bitterness, a lot of unhappiness. You're finding a lot of sick and unhealthy police officers. Um, We are having astronomically high suicide rates. Last time I checked, we were at 193 just this year. That definitely outweighs the number of in the line of duty deaths. Um, So the question becomes why? And the answer is stress. The answer is stress, because when you work for somebody who seems to be so busy doing for themselves or doing for the, the department, but it doesn't feel like you're doing for the police officers, it just feels like you're doing for the town, for the city, um, for the county, for the state, it doesn't seem like you're actually pushing for us. Um, it doesn't seem like you're coming and sitting down and talking with us. It doesn't seem like you actually care. Are you going above and beyond? And are you on every single one of your officer's birthday, issuing them birthday cards? Do you write a birthday card for your officer? Every, everyone, do you do that? Do you write for Christmas, especially your officers working? Do you do anything special, f- special for these officers who are year after year, just consistently missing, you know, very special things in their officers' lives? in their family's lives? Like, are you you doing anything for that? Because you probably out of anybody know the toll that that takes, but are you doing anything about it? How are you changing the culture? How are you changing this, you know, this career, this experience for your officers up and coming? Is your mindset chief, is it, it's just the way that it is? So toughen up? Or are you like, no, that fucking sucked. I don't want anybody to go through what I went through. So I'm going to try to change it. Because I'm going to tell you something. I'm not asking you to breed a bunch of babies because <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that people, the you know, the generation has changed. We have companies who are taking excellent care of their people and the retention rates are high and their people are happy. I mean, just just recently the studies are coming out that a four-day work week is, is, creates happy people, more productivity um, the retention rates are high and we've known this FBI came out with this fucking 10 years ago. Well, because I was, when I was still an officer and I was in the middle of my career and I that's what we were discussing was, you know, the four on three off just because, you know, for, to make us happy and stuff like that. And that the FBI came out with those statistics 10 years ago. And a lot of y'all are still running five and twos and four and twos and fucking, I don't know, six and twos and crazy ass shit. You should not be asking your officers to do because what you need to understand is the game has changed. The game has changed. The game's no longer what it is anymore, chief, what it was when you were a patrol officer. And so the question, again, how do you show your officers that you care or do you? And if you are having trouble with happy police officers, if you're having trouble with productivity, if you're having corruption problems, if you're having problems with your officers, get along with the community, like with the community. If you're having um, a lot of hands-on problems, you may want to take a step back instead of getting pissed off and looking at everybody else. You may want to go take a good hard look in the mirror and ask what kind of leader you've been for your people. How have you showed them how to be? How have you showed them how to act? How do you show them every day you know, the kind of person, the kind of leader that you expect them to be through you? How do you do that? And if you are doing that, right? Like, let's say you're doing all of that behind the scenes. How come you're not showing us as your patrol officers, as people who, you know, need to know, need to know that you're supporting us. How are you showing us what you're doing, right? Like showing us that you are actually caring about us and that you're pulling for us and that you're doing things for us. These are the questions that need to be answered. And I think, you know, as patrol officers, this means a lot. Like, this means so much. And I remember, yeah, I remember spending my overnight, a lot of them, car to car with my partner's just bitching, just completely bitching about everything. And you know, what still happens. And the number one gripe was they do not give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck. They do not care. Our chief does not care about us. And, and I have to say this, I just wonder what the culture shift would have been like if the patrol officers felt like the chief actually cared. Like, you know, instead of us pulling up car to car, maybe we would have went out and stopped fucking cars and we would have been way more productive. You know, maybe instead of us bitching, maybe we would have been coming up with new ways to be, you know, creative and do different things differently and, and stuff like that, you know, and, uh, but we weren't, we were too busy feeling like nobody cared about us because chief, here's what you need to know. You need to know that in this day and age, it is incredibly hard to be a police officer. And I'm not whining, I'm not bitching, I'm just telling you the truth. And you got a lot of badass cops out there, absolutely. But it is hard to be a cop today and they will even admit it to you. You, If you are working for an agency where the chief does not make you feel like you fit in, does not make you feel like you're appreciated and does not make you feel like he or she cares you take all of that stress combined with the stress of probably going to be poor leadership across the fucking board because all of your you know leaders within the department don't feel like the chief gives a shit so they don't give a shit about anything so shit rolls downhill You take that kind of stress and you combine it with the stress of doing the job, which is amplified. Everyone's on drugs. Everyone hates the police. You know, our country is so divided. The left is so far on the left and the right is so far on the right. And we've had a past presidency of eight years who has just absolutely fucking hated us, outlawed the police essentially. And then- you know, and then you take social media, you add all of that stress into it, right? And then you take the fact that crime, you know, it's it's rising, you know, because people again, it's because like the political agendas and where everybody's at and what people believe in and everybody's getting righteous and this and that. You know, and then you take all of that, right? So that's a lot. That's a lot. Then then you you combine that with the bullshit that we face with our coworkers because it's supposed to feel like a family. But then when but when you create an atmosphere of judgment and not feeling, you know, not feeling like you belong. So obviously you feel insecure and you're not sure if you're doing the job right and you know and and all of these things, right? And then you top it off and the whipped cream and the cherry on top is stuff an officer has to deal with at home. If you take all of that, you are literally creating you know, a pressure cooker. You are creating a pressure cooker for your officers, and so then we wonder why our officers are taking their own lives or getting the hell out of freaking law enforcement as fast as possible. And which is sad because it's really hard to get good cops. It is. I mean, it, the saying, You have to be a certain kind of person to be a police officer. It's not just for anybody. And this and this job is definitely more of a profession, especially now where everybody and everything we do is you know it's online and it's videoed and everybody you know monday morning quarterbacks everybody and so it really has has become a profession and to have well qualified professionals who can handle that amount of stress who can think quickly on their toes who can apply common sense who can do all of these things be fair you know be professional be well liked in the agency be a solid you know, worker, be a solid leader, you know, go to work and give it their 100, give it their all, but then have, but then like be good on their off duty time as well. Like that's rare. It's becoming a rarity. And the reasons I'm not saying the only reason, but one of the reasons is because officers, the reasons that we're having issues is because officers are feeling like they don't matter. They don't belong. Nobody gives a shit about them. The one person who is supposed to have their back, which is their chief and their administrations and their agencies completely don't. And so we're having issues. So I'm just going to say this as I close out this episode, I'm just going to ask you one more time, dear chief. do you care? And are you showing that you care to your officers? Are you showing every single day? And if you are not use this podcast as a wake up call. Okay. Is you can change your entire department. You could change everything around by simple fucking gestures. It doesn't take much simple gestures. If you guys have any questions, if you, anybody wants to add anything, I'm sure you do. You get a lot to say. I know my road cops are going to be like writing me books, which is totally cool. Love it. Um, but you know, I'd love to hear from anybody, anybody who has anything to say about this, let me know. Um, and if you don't agree, then you don't agree. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't care if you don't agree. This is, you know, this is how I feel. This is how a lot of patrol officers feel. And I'm saying this on behalf of them because they can't say this shit, but I can. And I'm hoping that you as intuitive sheepdog listeners and intuitive sheepdogs are going to you know pass this along so we can, we can get the right ears listening to this podcast. Um, as always, thank you so much for being here. The next episode is going to be another um, Dear Chief episode. And again, short and sweet, but directly to the point. Can't wait for you to listen to it. I'll see you next time.